Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Networking, It's Your Superpower. It's me, Keisha Kent, and I want to officially thank all of my listeners who are listening all over the world. You guys in UK, the folks in New York, the folks in India, the folks in Ireland, thank you so much for tuning in. I want you to make sure that you subscribe. You can find me on Spotify and you can find me on Anchor. You can find me on iHeartRadio soon as well as iTunes. I want you to make sure that you subscribe and that you share because some amazing things are happening. Now on this episode, this is my 14th episode and I have with me Bernie Frazier, who is the founder and president of Career Compass LLC. She is the bomb.com. Not only is she that, but she's my mentor. She's an author. She's a speaker and a career strategist. Get ready because I'm getting ready to bring her on. Hello, hello. Hello there, my friend. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am blessed, blessed, blessed. It is such an honor to have you on here. Oh my goodness, you are way too kind. I so appreciate you. You all, let me just tell you who I have and who's here because I know the voice but I know many of you, some of you may know the voice. Let me take that back. But many of you may not. This is the founder and president of Career Compass LLC. Yes, the Bernie Frazier, who is a speaking and career strategy coaching firm. Area. That's who she is and that's what she does. But there's so much more. She's an author. Let me just say this. I remember being at your book signing, Bernie, and the energy in that room when I walked in. First of all, the food was the bomb.com. Let me just say that. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. And then there were so many amazing women and men. And I'm telling you, it was really diverse in there. Like I recognize that. And I recognize the level of the support when I, when I just walked in the room and I left feeling like, oh my goodness, I was able to connect with a few of the people that were there. And I'm telling you, Bernie, I could really see the intentionality that you placed in that. So I know you're a speaker too, career strategist. Tell me a little bit more. Tell me about this book because I'm I'm super impressed and excited about the book. So I want to we can kick off with a little bit about the book and then you can tell us a little bit more. Let's just let this thing flow. Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, you know, I so appreciate you. I'm I'm just so proud of all, everything that you're doing, everything that you've done. I'm excited to see coming for you. Uh, you know, you are just doing such amazing things and you're being a true inspiration to not just other people, but I'm watching you too and I'm thinking <laughs> So I just I wanted to say that, you know, because, uh, again, you're just doing such amazing work and I just want to see you continue to let your light shine. And, you know, I so appreciate this opportunity just for another chat. Of Thank course. Thank you. Absolutely. And, uh, mentor of mine. My oh, you are too mentor. kind. <laughs> you are too kind. You are too kind. But yes, as you know, uh, you know, I wrote a book. It's been about a year and a half now, and I can't believe it's been that long. And it's wow. called Time Flying. It goes by fast. And uh, it's titled Your Successes in You, Empowering and Equipping You to Create Your Best Career Ever. And what I always tell people, Keisha, is I did this process backwards. Usually people write a book and then they start speaking. But okay. I actually started speaking on this topic. 
And then I wrote a book and I had to go back and look. I did my first talk on this in 2015 and I didn't write the book until 2018. So I I processed backwards. But what I started to see, um, you know, I did uh, corporate recruiting. I led recruiting teams and, and recruited for companies for almost 25 years. And I've done coaching for over 20 years. And one of the things that really started to shine for me was that there was one question people struggle to answer. And you know what my question is. (laughs) And the more I would ask it, the more it just confirmed that um, I wanted and needed to help people think a little differently about their careers and how they were approaching it. And one of them was asking and getting them to answer this one question. Because so many people are what I call bored, burned out, or frustrated in, okay. in their jobs. And I always say you don't have to be, but there are some things you have to do. And one of them is most people are playing chess, uh, checkers with their career and they need to be playing chess. Come on, chess. Yes. And they're, they're not thinking strategically about their career. And this is people who are doing strategic work in their jobs, but they approach their career tactically. Wow. And so this book was, it's really uh, an extension of the talk that I give. And of course, I've expounded on it more because you have more room in a, in a uh, book mm-hmm. to help people start to really shift how they think again and how they approach their careers. Keisha? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. I'll edit that out. Well, yes, yes. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> so, you know, that's, um, that's what I did. You know, it's, uh, it's an easy read. I, I uh, intentionally did not try to put together some long drawn out book uh, for a couple of reasons. One, people don't have time uh, anymore right. for thick books and they don't have the attention span. And I may just be thinking about myself. But I know that. <laughs> You know, I'm, I am super busy. And, you know, before uh, COVID hit, so many people were super busy and they need to get information. They need to get the ideas, the concepts, the steps, the tips or whatever fast. And so yes. that was my intention was to write a book that was streamlined, that got to the point. And, you know, there's certainly some setup, but that's what I was really trying to do was uh, really just help people. Um, and, and again, give them some insights and some guidance on how they could start to approach their career, career to make it be what they want it to be. That's amazing. And the, the tips that are in the book really just help you along the way. And even in my entrepreneurial journey and kicking that off, I've, I've had this book just right here with these tips right at my fingertips. And it really, truly has helped me along the way. And so my question is, do you work with entrepreneurs as well? You know, um, my primary focus is with uh, career professionals, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have done some work, though, with entrepreneurs because you're absolutely right. And I'm so glad you said that there are principles in that book that apply to business, career and life. Absolutely. It's funny. I always tell people, you know, the, the general public may think I wrote the book for them. But honestly, I wrote that book for me. <laughs> okay. And okay. you know, I've I've been in business for, you know, a few years now. Okay. And 
there were some of the things that I went, you know, I need to be thinking about these things as well in terms of how do I approach this with my business? And, you know, it's a little secret just between the two of us. So don't okay. tell anybody. I won't tell anybody. But <laughs> I have had my days where I hate I wrote this book. Wow. And wow. the reason why is because when you write a book like this, and this is forewarning for you too. Thank you, because I'm almost finished. Out, when you write a book like this, in order to keep your integrity, you got to follow your own advice. Wow. Wow, that's and good. I have yeah, I have my days where I'm going. Oh, why did I write this book? Because <laughs> book will come back to me, and I'll go. You know what? You got to do it too. Yeah, that's that accountability. That's that's amazing. That's that accountability. Yep. There's a there's a quote in the book that says, "If there's no enemy inside, the enemy outside can do no harm," which was yep. an African proverb, and it really stuck with me. And, and I had to print it out and just hang it in front of my desk because as I think about, as I continue to move through my career, I remember having a conversation with you and I was thinking about an opportunity and your question was, did you negotiate the salary? And the fact that I'm a recruiter, that really smacked me upside my head because I was like, you know what? I didn't. And the first thing I thought about was, well, let me go back. Can I go back? In my mind, I'm thinking I can go back. And you said, you can call them back. <laughs> and I did. And I negotiated that. And they gave me exactly what it was that I was looking for. And all along, I keep reminding myself, here it is in my roles where I've consulted, I've done all these things, and I'm negotiating for this organization. Why was I not putting that same amount of energy in negotiating for my family? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes we lose sight of that and we need things and we need people to help bring us back. That's good. That's and so remind good. us. And that's why I said, you know, there are principles in this book that I, I will still thumb through it from time to time. And I just get angry and I'm going, why did I write that? <laughs> I got to do it. But I know, you, you know, it's that medicine that we need. We don't always need dessert. Sometimes we need that spinach and it's that wow. spinach that will help us. And, you know, we, we've got to take that spinach in in order to be strong and in order to grow. That is so good. That's so good. Let me tell you this. Do you remember the first time that we had officially met? Because I was already following you online, but this was in 2013 or 14, I think. You were the speaker at National Human Resource Association that month. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you, when you came in and you spoke, first of all, when I got your bio and all your information, because I was on the board, I was like, oh, wow, I want to connect to her because I was already connected online, but I had planned to make sure that we connected but it got so busy at the meeting that I didn't get a chance to actually fully connect. It was probably brief, but watching you that day, I said, I wanted to be connected. I said that I don't care what it took. I'm going to stalk her online, figure out what she's doing. <laughs> and do you know that because of all of that, my mindset and then really setting down to say that I wanted to do this, it happened. And you're my mentor today. So thank you, ma'am. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you for reaching out. And you know, that's part of why I say I'm proud of the work that you're doing, because I know your focus is so much about networking and I have seen you put it into, into play. 
And I've seen you reap so many benefits from it. And for those of you who are listening, I put, I'm a good networker. Don't get me wrong. I can network the best of them. I'm just older than you and I don't have the energy I used to. (laughs) I, I can network with them, but you are truly what I would call a stealth networker. Thank you. Uh, you do it so effortlessly. You are uh, diligent about it. You've made it a priority. And for those of you who are listening, you, you, I have seen you reap the benefits of it too. And I hope people understand that, you know, a big part of networking, you meet some amazing people. It's not just about, I got to do this transaction and I need this from this person or this person may ask me for something. I often use the example that my significant other, um, we've been happily together for over five years now. He and I met through networking. Wow. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. We literally met at a networking event and it started out networking and then it evolved to friendship. And then just over time, it grew from there. So if there are any single people listening, come on. (laughs) That is so good. That is an amazing networking story. And when you think of networking, I always think of in, in this fashion, you cannot, just like you said, you can't always think about what I'm going to get. You must be willing to give. Yes. You must be willing to show up. You must be willing to support. So I was so interested in what you were doing. I was liking, I was sharing, I was giving stuff to other people. I was talking about the book. I'm still talking about that book today because it truly is, it's impacting my life in a way that I could have never expected. And when you think about networking, It's all about building relationships, not that one night stand, not meeting somebody for that first time, not always trying to get, get, get. We must be willing to give and add value at all costs. Absolutely. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head. That is the exact definition that I've always used with people is that networking is nothing more than building relationships. And, you know, I try to get people to understand that, you know, even if you have a need, People are much more willing to operate for people that they know, like, and trust. And I love it. You have built a relationship with them. They know you. I'm sure they probably like you because, again, you they have allowed you to build at least some degree of relationship with them. And hopefully right. that has started to build up a trust. And it's like, you know, I tell people, don't overcomplicate it. Look at your personal relationships. You are much more willing to do something for a friend of yours or, you know, a professional colleague, but you like that person than you would some complete stranger. And so on building the relationship and then should you ever need to tap that relationship for something, the relationship is already there. Absolutely. And that's it in a nutshell. It can't get any better explained. Here's my question for you. What would you describe your networking style as? What's your networking style today? Here in 2020, during COVID, what would you say is your networking style today? How have you shifted things during COVID when it comes to networking? I was going to say, you know, the biggest thing is it's all virtual now. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, we're certainly not doing coffees and lunches anymore. Come on. But, you know, literally yesterday, uh, there were some people that I uh, had on my to-do list because, you know, as I'm connecting with companies and organizations about uh, speaking opportunities, these are people that I want to continue to stay connected with. But the mm-hmm. good news is these are people that I have come to like, too, and I enjoy my interactions. So what I have been doing is I'm putting notes on my calendar. Hey, follow up with this person, you know, at this time. And at, for instance, good. two that I followed up with yesterday, we had checked in in March when things were really starting to shut down. I said, hey, let's check back in in May and then maybe we can reschedule our coffee or our lunch or whatever. I had put a note on my calendar to check back in with them. So mm-hmm. I just sent kind of a, a lighthearted, funny email, you know, hey, I hope you're doing okay. I said, well, so much for us having coffee again. You know, <laughs> right. and I, I made it light. And I said, you know, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope that, you know, your job is not impacted. And, you know, I always end it with how I always have, you know, if you need anything right now, let me know. If I can help you in any way right now, let me know. I said, and I'll put a note on my calendar. I'll circle back in a couple of months and maybe we can schedule then. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't anything, you know, complicated, but it was just doing a check-in. That's good. That's good. The fact of the matter is when you come to networking and you want to seriously build that relationship, you must have a plan. You must put it on your calendar. You said something amazing. You said you put it on your calendar to remind you how many of us are not using those calendars and all these electronic pieces that we have in these tools to network with. We can make those schedules. We can follow up with people and do it intentionally. That's how things happen when you continually do those things consistently. I absolutely love that. Yeah, absolutely. Has, yeah. Yeah. Well, here. we're all so busy nowadays. You know, if you say you're going to follow up with someone in two months, what is what's the likelihood that you're going to remember that? Mm. And so Come you on. have to have some way to remind yourself, just throw it on your calendar with a little 10 minute alarm. When it goes hmm. off, you're like, oh, that's right. I've got to reach out to this person. Now you've not only made the connection, but you've honored your word. Yes, I love that. That is so crucial. And I tell people often when I'm speaking about the whole networking piece is everything that we do is relational. Mm-hmm. And when we operate from that mindset and understand it, everything falls into place. Absolutely. Now here's, here's what I'm thinking when it comes to Bernie Frazier and all the magnificent things that you're doing. What is something right now, Bernie, that you just have burning that you say, this is my greatest accomplishment right now? What's that thing that you would say that's your greatest accomplishment today? Oh, wow. You're sure not asking the easy questions, are you? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Just right now off the cuff, I don't know if I could think of what I would really classify as my greatest accomplishment, but I will tell you one that I am proud of. Fabulous. And it that is uh, writing and publishing my book. Um, And the reason why I say that is, one, I have started seven other books. Wow, Bernie. I have seven other books started and I would get to, you know, varying points and I go, no, this isn't the one. But I mean, for years and, you know, I've done reading that says 80 to 90 percent of adults have a desire to write and publish a book, but only about 10 percent actually do. 
80%. That is a huge number. Yeah, 80 wow. to 90%. And, and so, only 10% yeah, actually do that. Yeah, uh, as many as 10%. So that means 10% is on the high side. And so, you know, the fact that I had started numerous times, I've probably thought about writing a book since college, and I am <coughs> years old. Um, <laughs> the fact that I can, you know, sit here and look at my finished work. Um, you know, it, it, it is a, a joy for me um, that I can say I did it. You know, if I'm, when I'm 80 years old, I can look back and say I'm a published author. And it takes yeah. me back to, you, you know, I'm a quotes person, but it said, find your joy in something finished, not a thousand things begun. Oh, that's smacking somebody right upside the head. Yes. Wow. Yes. Hopefully it that is. is. <laughs> Hopefully it is, folks. Finish something. But for me, so good. I, again, I had a thousand things started. I had seven other books, but I finished one. And so, so that good. makes me feel good. Look at you. Look at you. That's a win. That is a win. There's another quote that's in your book that really set well with me, too. It's by Les Brown. It says, it doesn't matter what life does to you. What are you going to do? About what are you going to do about yes. it? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, come on, Barney, with these quotes and all these tips and all this stuff in this book. This book has really, really inspired me to finish my book as well. And as I am in these final stages, I keep changing and adding because I'm like you. I like things to be what I'm feeling at that moment and I want to be able to put it out. But as I shift, I'm shifting the book, too. So I've had a couple tweaks here and there, but it's still going to be along the same lines. Networking, it's your superpower. And I want people to understand the power of networking and so many great things happen through networking. And it's so amazing. What would you say is some advice that you would give someone in their career who is looking to make a change or unsure about how they should do it, or they've been furloughed and are thinking about something completely. What kind of advice would you give them? Well, you know, I'm going to take them back uh, to what I consider the foundation. And that is, it goes back to answering my question. And so for those of you who are like, she keeps talking about this question, but she's not <laughs> telling us what it is. Let me tell you what my question is. It is, what do you want? Mm. And being able to answer that question is the driver for every other decision you make in your career. So yes. if you have been furloughed and maybe you're trying to decide, do I hang tight here or do I start mm -hmm. looking for another job? Right. What you want is what is a big driver of that. If what you want can still be found at your company, then maybe you need to try to hang tight as long as you can. If what you yeah. want is not at your company anymore, or maybe it never was, but you took the job for other reasons, then maybe it's time for you to start to look. If you've already been laid off, you still have to answer that question because, you know, I, I work with clients on career strategy, but I work with them also on job search when there's a need. And what I always mm -hmm. tell people is before I can help you with your job search, I have to know what it is you want to look for. Because I can't wow. just put together, I can put together a generic resume, but it's not going to uh, do you any good. You really need to have a targeted resume, but what are you targeting? You need to network, but what you want helps to drive who you need to know. 
it, it helps mm-hmm. you to understand what industries, what sure. companies you need to be uh, focused on. And so I say people have to answer that question. And it's not an easy question. It sure it's is. It's not, if you really think about it. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things I share when I'm doing my talk is I tell them, here's why it's not an easy question. Because here are the questions I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you what you do. I'm not asking you what you've done. I'm not asking you what you think you can do. And that's a really common uh, response I get. I'm not asking you what others have told you you should be doing. And I'm also not asking you what you don't want. So if you start to move those five questions out of the way, it brings you right back to its future tense. Going forward, what is it you want to aim for? And once you know that every decision you make in your career and in your job search, it's supposed to be driving you toward achieving that goal. That's beautiful. And I'm going to even take it further because you need to be asking, what do you want when it comes to life? Period. At life, when business, it comes to your relationship, absolutely. Business, everything, entrepreneurship, that one question, what do you want? We can really end right there because that just drops the mic. I'm telling you, <laughs> that really just drops the mic. I am so, Bernie, I'm so thankful for you and your willingness because I, I got your number right on speed dial. I can text you a question, baby, and you'll respond. I love your energy. I love the the gifts that you have and that you're, you're not afraid to give those out. And you know what? We get to bounce things off of each other. So again, publicly, I want to just thank you for the advice, for the feedback, for the support, for the, all your willingness to just say, well, what do you want? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it is. And thank, thank you so much too. Like I said, you, you are probably, uh, you know, one of the ultimates when it comes to just a champion, a supporter and encourager, you know, (laughs) and and it's funny. I've had times over the years where, you know, I'm, I'm having a less than stellar day and I'm telling you, I know this has happened twice in the past for sure, where you have done or said something that was such an uplift for me. You, you, one of them, it was just something you said in general. On the other, you were referencing me in something. And it was one of those where you feel like you're not really having an impact kind of day. And that was just yeah. such a reminder of, okay, Bernie, it's just in your head. And you didn't even know it, but it was like, thank you, Keisha. You just Aww, don't even know I needed that. And so I just, I appreciate you. Again, I'm so proud of you. I just, I want to see you keep growing and blossoming and succeeding. And, um, you know, just, just keep being you. Thank you so, so much, Bernie. And you know how I feel. We'll keep this thing going and going and going. But tell my listeners, how can they find you? How can they connect to you? What's the best way you would say? to connect with you? Well, you know, probably one of the fastest ways is, you know, certainly online. Uh, You can visit my website, which is careercompassllc.com. And from there, if you want to email me, there's a contact uh, page on there. Just send me an email. I do get those. I do respond to those. And, you know, absolutely. Uh, That's probably one (laughs) way, but I'm also, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. You can follow me there. Uh, I'm on, I have a Facebook fan page. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, you know, so it's, there are a number of different ways, but, uh, you know, absolutely through my website and I'd say LinkedIn too. I'm, I'm fairly active on there also. 
Fabulous. And again, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much again for joining us on another episode of Networking. It's your super. Oh, you are so welcome. All the best to you and your audience. Thank you. Be blessed. Thank you. You too.